Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Hi, and welcome to our weekly energy shots. We are Matt Taylor and Nicolayana, that's me, and we have decided to produce this podcast series in order to give you a weekly astrological update and some energy shots to boost your life. And we include in this wisdom, healing, practical coaching tools. And um, so you in your day-to-day life are supported and you know how to figure out what's going on in alignment with the stars. Hi, Matt. How are you this week? I'm well this week. I'm feeling the spring vibes here in Barcelona. You I feel look very good. We have some sun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to shout about it, even though I know some people don't. <laughs> but we are in the sunshine here in Spain. Very happy. Yes. So it's all very going nice. very well. And we're also now into the astrological new year. So we were on the other side of it before we were talking about at the end. Now we're on the beginning. I know. I remember it's all last spring. Week. It's all sun. It's all new yeah. beginnings. Yay! <laughs> very cool. <laughs> yes. So this astrological spring, who is running the business? What yes, planet yes. is giving us this spring? Well, yes. Let's let's have a look. Big shouts out though. Big shouts out though. We had a look at our listener audience didn't we i know and we have big audiences in the uk so big hello to them hello big audiences in the us yes big hello to them and big hellos in switzerland where you are darling yeah. big hellos to them and all our other friends as well around the world it's beautiful that we're you're growing to us yeah yes we're going up in numbers that's a good thing yeah it? it's at least not going down down <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Excellent, which is great. So I'm going to start off with a little bit about Venus Neptune. Yes. So when we came into the astrological new year on Saturday, over the weekend, more or less, uh, Venus was conjunct Neptune in Pisces. Mm. So this is all very lovey-dovey, softy, gooey, mushy stuff. This is all, it's all the good feels, yeah? Well, all the lovely, lovely things. So... You know, Neptune rules Pisces. It sits very comfortably as a planet in Pisces. It's its own ground. Pisces as a, as a sign is very much where we find the compassion, the love, the kindness, uh, all these high-frequency, lovey-dovey stuff that we do. And what Neptune does is it brings out the transcendence of those energies. So how we transcend with compassion, transcend with kindness, transcend to love and all those higher level things but from a very cosmic universal perspective yes so we're feeling that and what venus is doing is it's giving us the body it's giving us the physical yes so the 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 love i feel in the body the kindness i feel in the body the the lower vibrational things that i feel from the body yes now if we look at if we look at relationships in love it's usually transactional yes you do this for me i'll do this for you you make me happy, I'll pay the rent. You, you, um, you know somebody, I look good. You know, it's on this on the most of it, if we're honest, is transactional, right? You you live near me, for me it's convenient. Yes, all, all of it. It's all transactional love. And that's Venus love, where it feels comfortable, it feels loving because it's all very physical level. Yes. So here we think, oh, this love and kindness and, you know, compassion movie, how great. Finally, we see that in the world, all right? Because people want to see change in the world. They don't want to see change in them, right? Which makes the change in the world, right? So we think, oh, this love and kindness, I just sit here, I'm eating my popcorn, I'm watching my Netflix, and all of a sudden, all of this, you know, beautiful transcendent love is going to fall upon the world, Right? like magic, you know, like God in the sky sort of stuff. We don't really take accountability that we need to, we need to channel that. We need to activate that. So what this is doing, so even though it's a conjunct, it's loving, it's all in Pisces, it's do, it's great. It's showing us where we're not there yet, mm. right? It's showing it in ourselves, right? And where we're uh, maybe looking for attention, where we're uh, feeling as though somebody, the other side of the relationship is not doing something for me. 
yes? Or I was in a pain and they didn't know about it, yes? Or poor me stuff, yes? And, you know, why did people love me more? All of this stuff, right? We're going to get and see where our self-centeredness is and our blockages are around these ideas of love, kindness and compassion. And of course, people say, I'm very loving, I'm very kind, I'm very compassionate, and we know you are. Yes, that's yes, yes, you're you're not you're not blocked, you know you give and you give, but there's new levels, right? There's always more levels wherever you're in this, wherever you're in this universe, wherever you're in the body, you are not there yet, right? You're not there yet. You're good, but you're not there yet. So so this journey, it's a journey this year about love, kindness, and compassion and to unblock ourselves even more about where we're limited in those realities. I mean, what better way to start off with a, with a prince and princess fairy tale about love gone wrong, right? All this was supposed to go so magically right, right? We see in the news, you know, last week, right? All this was supposed to go so magically right. They were also in love. They were also, you know, in the, in the you know, and look how diabolically wrong it goes, right? So, um, it's because it's transactional. So that the reason we have those big headline stories in the media is because they're reflecting something in us, where we're at. They're in our consciousness. If the word is in our consciousness, we wouldn't be there, right? So here, this Neptune-Venus thing is showing where we go to the next level, where we're separating out now look at our behavior and response oh i'm on her side oh i'm on their side i can't believe she said that how she say these all of these kind of transactional stuff right reactive stuff. i'm taking her side and he must be the right no she and separating it out so that's not love that's not compassion that's not kindness is it when i mean it's for the whole thing isn't it really not separating out who's right and wrong who's good and bad yes so immediately we're shown the journey of this year um, around this Neptune Venus stuff. What do you feel? I feel that um, the, everything that you just said came into my mind, came constantly. This is a very 3D reality behavior because when you're in the third dimension and we are all kind of, the, this big thing, what they're saying, this Aquarian age is bringing us is from the 3D reality where there is good and bad and black and white and light and dark and 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 um, like a lot of duality. Uh, we're shifting into a 5D reality where everything has all sides to it. And I think when I, you know, when I would recapulate the, the, the past talks that we have had, um, what this year is about is about opening up our our perception of of the reality and like really like opening our field for um, different kind of types of reality. And uh, that's what came into my mind. And I think this Venus Neptune um, uh, transcending is kind of opening up a new energetic um, realm where we can like access those higher love realms in the 5d reality easier but we have to do our job in order to to have really a, 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 to connect with it we have to have mm. the attention to connect that's right absolutely love. and you have to want to go on a journey that's right and you have to want to like expose yourself to the things where you can contribute and share totally. more right yeah absolutely and that's what spiritual work is about how can i share more right basic 101 first level it's not yeah. about us it's, it's not about my feeling how i feel better in fact that's the opposite you're getting more busy with yourself right or yeah. ourselves it's more busy on how we can share that love or that transcendent channel for that i love that it's exactly what it's about so looking for the opportunities to share from that transcendent love and not be judging so, so much right which is what the whole prince and in the princess story with harry and, and megan got us to do got us to judge yeah, and right it also, and it's a it, love story but we end up judging it and so we're not we're not transcending and sharing love back to all parties all concerned about where they're at in their spiritual journey right yeah i agree i Agreed. think also it's 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 like really this 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 um articles and the, this interview that happened um is also really reflecting your own inner resonance towards um, towards love in society. 
mm. and unconditional love in society and what is the price you pay for love in society. There is a lot of collective belief um, patterns um, included in all those perceptions of that reality from those two people, which is like really, really nice. They're doing a great job for the world, for, for uh, humankind in order to have, you know, in order to see yourself um, and in order to feel where you have resonances which are not really yet aligned with the 5D reality of a love which is um, compassionate and kind at all times with all different realities that are there. Um, there is um, people and, and places and um, things that need to show us our internal resonances to, mm. to the belief patterns. So, and that's what they do. Those two, they not only live a love relationship um, internationally, but what they also do is they show us very clearly what are the collective belief patterns when it comes to love. Exactly. You know, how we respond to it. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. So however you responded to it, you responded to it. And that response is, is something to, to, to look at. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that would be part of your journey this, this year, I think, for all of us is like these big kind of love stories, compassion stories, kindness stories will come up you know challenging or 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 miraculous whatever you know yeah. the first one was definitely in the challenging box mm -hmm. and however they challenge us right however they challenge us um we will want that lesson and we want to go forward so just embrace it yeah it's nothing like that's how you move forward in, in this age um is by transforming that negativity that judgment that we have mm -hmm. inside of us right the next point is that happened on the new moon of Aries is a little asteroid bobbing about in the <laughs> in the cosmos <laughs> its name is Astria mm. and Astria is the karma breaker right Ooh. which comes in on Virgo which is about responsibility about judgments right so in comes all of our judgments up to be transformed into responsibility. How can I be sort of judging something, complaining about it, criticizing it like Virgos do in the nitty bitty little details of something. It's all looking at where we're judging something and how we transform that to responsibility. Really the opposite of, of, of criticizing is to take responsibility. Now, if you know a Virgo, they're either very responsible people in their best or they're very judging in their worst, yeah? This is the, all signs have that duality of the best and worst, and we're pushing to get into the best all the time. So here in the collective, in the collective chart, we see that this Astria karma breaker is pushing us to transform our judgments into responsibility. This is taking what's, what judgments do in the collective is they fracture, yes? They yeah. fracture everything out, right? You can imagine, um, like a mirror ball that is smashed and it's just now fractured by judging it, right? That's what we do. Well, every time we judge, we just crack it all open. It's there. But what in the positive, when I take responsibility for something, it brings everything back together for something. So if I'm not getting love in my life, it's because I'm not, I've got to take responsibility and become a more loving person. Yeah. If I'm not getting compassion, it's because I've got to show compassion somewhere. Right, it's all showing me something where I've got to grow, right? So this Astrian Virgo is bringing all those fractured pieces that I've judged on something, including myself, I know, I'm probably more myself. That's why I'm nostalgic because I've got to keep saying these things over and over. <laughs> Get it in my own thick head, right? So, so, so bringing all these fractured pieces back to holiness, as in W-H-O-L-L-Y, that holy, Right, where we, we're learning to feel whole with ourselves again, not fracturing. And we also judge ourselves and criticize ourselves. We're very hard on ourselves. That's what leads us to be you know, very judging on the outside world. So we, we find those things within that transcendent love, kindness, compassion that unifies everything, brings all the shattered pieces back together in myself. And, and, and we can show that to more people. Now, does that mean if I'm sharing on that transcendent love, right, does that mean I can't say no? Right, it's the big question, right? Let me put it to you. 
if you've just got a friend, right? She's just finished AA, right? She's just finished Alcoholic Phenomenus, right? She comes out and says, Nicole, I've just finished. I've seen great success. I feel great. Let's go down the pub and have a drink to celebrate. What do you do? I go and have a drink in the pub with her. You say no, right? You say no, don't you? Now, is that love? Yes, it is, isn't it? Because you're not, you're not, you're not enabling her to keep going down mm. this path that she's just got herself out of. Well, right? I would go, so, I would go and have a drink with her, but without alcohol. Because without alcohol, exactly. Yeah. Give her other options. You would say yeah. no to the alcohol, wouldn't you, as her friend, right? So this is where people get stuck: is that people think that transcendent love is just giving and giving and giving, right? Anything that people want, but no is an option. Right? Yeah. If people are repeating the same cycle and they're inviting you in to enable that cycle, you don't just join in because, oh, well, that's what she wants to do or he wants to do. Mm. Right? It, it comes with a sense of balances and senses of responsibility. Right? So, so if she then, let me give you a different situation. If your friend finishes Alcoholics Anonymous and she wants 20 whatevers to go down to her job interview, she hasn't got any money, but she's going to a job interview, do you give the money then? I would drive her. You would, well, perfect. Excellent. There you go. So you're, you're, you're supporting something that it's positive yeah. for her is revealing light, mm. right? Even better, right? So it, 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 it's not always just like this endless feeling of love coming through me and I'm so martyry, right? It's got to come with a sense of responsibility about how we apply it. It's very multi-layered. It's all personal. Nobody's there yet, right? And I know people want to go, yes, I'm very that. I get it all the time. Yes, I'm very that. I can do that. And I learn to do that. And they say it immediately. Nowhere near it, right? We're all still in the body. So none of us are near it. <laughs> okay. You're good at it. You're getting better at it, but you're not there yet, right? Okay. So this is where this Astria Karma Breaker um, Venus Neptune comes into play for this year. Yes, I feel to say something. <laughs> I was just not I sure. Wasn't sure. Yeah, me neither. But space um, and silence is good. No. It's really <laughs> fascinating because I just got some really deep downloads um, about the Karma Breaker Astria. Um, uh, what is it again? Uh, That's right. No, you were right. Astria, the Karma Breaker yeah. in Virgo. But she's a. She's not a planet. What is she? An asteroid. Asteroid. Yes, that's mm. what I meant. Um, I just got like while you were talking, I barely could have my eyes open. I got so much information about Astra. Um, what I feel to say about this karma breaking asteroid is that there are several um, opportunities for each person in their throughout their life to have some windows which are opening where you can have some quick fixes for your karmic patterns. That means they're like, I perceive from how I see time is there are different timelines running at the same incarnation in different frequencies. And um, Astria seems to me to be a, a key for um for the the shift between different incarnations mm. but no between different fruit dimensions of this one incarnation that we're having what do i mean by that i know that must sound very strangely and very crazy i mean by that that we can have our life there's one pattern where the the vibration is very low and everything bad that happens happens to us and in the same time, there is this best incarnation, this best possible output outcome for, for our um, soul's incarnation in this time. And there are like several other layers between that. So best, second best, and then, da, 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 and then worst incarnational pattern that is possible. And Astria is kind of a key. So that's how I perceive her at the moment, that she's giving us the key in order to change into a higher realm of dimension of this incarnation. Mm. How does that look in the outside? From what I see is it looks like um, 
you would have just new friends, new people that you could attract. Um, some people that are really destructive or like in, in a very, uh, in a lower vibration, they would just, they would stay in your life, but they would not bother you anymore. Um, you would attract maybe also new possibilities, new opportunities for, um, for a higher vibrational um, presence in your body. That means you would do more of what's your true life purpose. You would do more of why you really came here. You would have less destructive behavior with yourself and with the outside world, less addictions, less all of that. So Astra gives us um, the opportunity to really change in a yes. different dimension. That's what, what I feel like something me. just snaps with this, you know, yes. something just breaks, it just goes full. And you, but you have to choose again. It's mm. a choice. It Astra gives you the opportunity to change in another dimension, but you have to choose to change into another dimension of your incarnation. Well, that I agree completely with this. My feelings on it are the same. Because I, I did a new moon event on, on, on Saturday. One lady from the you know, south of the United States, she said, I can't find people like me in this area of the world, right? She said, they're very religious, they're very in their communities, and there's nothing wrong with that, but she's more on the esoteric spiritual path, right? So, so I said to her, the reason that this virus is doing what it's doing at this point a part of the reason anyway, is it needs to separate us out. We need to be separated out, right? In order for us to find people like ourselves, mm. because it goes back to the transactional thing I said, we find people on transactional levels, or they're in the same church, or they're the same background, or we speak the same language, or we have the same financial level, um, or we live next door to each other. It's all transactional. Right. It's all matters of convenience, what we can do for each other on the body level. Yes. Where this new way is we need to come together around our own consciousness, an assembly of consciousness. So now she opens up her um, computer and finds this event where she now is linked in to the people she's looking for. for yeah. You know, and I'm in Spain and some people in Europe and some people in the UK and she's and there's some people in New York and she's in the sack. So that whole transactional, geographical, socioeconomic, uh, cultural thing is being snapped, right? And now people are attracting, well, not attracting, not change my language, people are revealing themselves in the consciousness at which they're at. So yeah. now she, because she's been on the spiritual path, she comes in on that level to people like herself. Right, yeah. and she finds them, and she says, it's "Like vibration, know, it's vibration, it's magnetic vibration." Like, <laughs> yes, we are, we are attracting how we're vibrating, and it's really what what I find the most fascinating thing is there might be a part of your life, for example, I can speak about myself. There, like in general, I'm a, I know that I'm a high vibrational being, and that I'm bringing everything onto this planet that I have to and I'm doing my job and I do like all my yoga and my meditations and I'm I'm a really good behaving person but there is this part of me that is still in a lower vibration and it's it's it, when it comes to love relationships in my case so it's really fascinating that even though I am in general highly vibrating, when it comes to love relationships, I'm in a lower vibration and I always meet lower vibrational people. And that doesn't mean that I'm not in general a high vibrational being. It just means that we have different aspects of ourselves. Mm. And whenever there is, un fine. whenever there is um, untreated trauma and untreated um past issues karmic issues whether there is the karma of your ancestors whether it's the karma of your soul whether it's the karma of this life like in in meaning of trauma and meaning of your life story that revealed itself um, whenever there is a lower vibration still ca held captive in your physical body you will receive the resonance for that as well and this is the game the game is to just follow the flow of energy, follow the resonance, follow the, the blockages as well and mm. transcend them. So you're having a higher vibration in your physical body as well as in your soul body, as well as in your irradiant body and your magnetic field. So I, th I feel 
that's what yes. I was no great points great points so I feel very healed by all of that discussion they're very like good at where I'm you know good with where I'm going what I've got to work on what's blocking me where it's good right yeah. so yeah I feel very clear the next point to bring up is that um that during the new moon we had an, a conjunct which is when two things are at the same degree on the same degree in the chart and this two asteroids here one is Ceres c-e-r-e-s and the other one is chiron chiron is the wounded healer it's a non-free will it's something it's an asteroid in the chart that we all must do there is no free will around it right so um i've got to heal some wounds right when you come to this universe it's it's what we're coming we're coming with wounds right we're coming with pains we're coming with blockage or negativity okay so inserted into the universe is this asteroid chiron which you know sort of supports us in the journey in a support in you must do it way <laughs> yes not in a you've got you choices do that? yes <laughs> yeah. i love yes, you but you, you do, do that you need to do that now move along yes <laughs> so that's its kind of frequency its vibe right now this other asteroid Ceres, is about nurturing mothering uh feeding how I take care of myself, how I nourish myself or mm. others, right? Now here, can you imagine in Aries, which is the sign of me, us, individual, focusing back on ourselves. This is about how I nourish myself, how I mother myself, how I feed myself. Um, and then that gets reflected in the collective. It's the healing of the divine feminine. Yes. And look Within. look at what will happen with food it will give you nothing from lots of people loads of it for other people traumatic imbalance people looking after themselves so much you know, only caring for themselves in a selfish way other people going out completely the opposite and martyring and self-sacrificing right looking after everybody else except themselves this whole nourishing mothering energy is up for extreme some people say it'll be food shortage. I think it's going to go both ways, right? I think it's going to be lots for some, nothing for others, right? And then people then getting obsessed with themselves, right? And, and this movie will come up about how we look after ourselves. It's all up for rebalance, right? It's to heal the deep wounds to come up for rebalance. So there'll be tremendous pain at worst at the beginning, tremendous wounding about how we, all of anybody with, uh, nourishment issues food issues body image issues and um, the way that they talk even self-talk they nourish on the mental level think about themselves in any negativity all of this way that we look after ourselves is going to be exposed and it's going to be also exposed in the in the bigger picture hmm. very interesting how long does this um conjunction last Yes, I'm not sure. I didn't look at it in the chart. I didn't oh, follow it around, yeah. but they, yeah. they they last quite a long time. And because yeah, because that's how it feels to me. It yeah. feels like a very deep dive in this mm. whole topic. And what I what I realized about myself is in this past week, I was in Turkey, as you might remember, and um, great food. No, not really if you're a vegetarian. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, no, it, it was very difficult for me. Oh, was there? Uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> what? what I wanted to, what I realized about that was um, that I, I have the tendency when I'm needing a lot of energy that I'm still taking it in as food instead of more prana, which is... But which is really fascinating because the pranic the pranic essence and this is also a nurturing energy we have we should not forget that our breath is something very feminine something very um nurturing and feeding and mothering and it's we have to know that there are other options in feeding but nurture but food and I had to tell myself that again because I was I was constantly hungry because I only only eat cucumbers and tomatoes and soups, which is not really my type <laughs> of food because I'm I'm Italian, <laughs> so I'm eating usually I'm eating a lot of pasta and pizza, but the, I couldn't find it because that the restaurants were half open and you know 
it was not so easy. So I ate a lot of salads and a lot of very healthy things, but it's not nurturing for me. So I had to really make sure to get enough energy in from the, from the ether, from the spheric fields. And that's really easy when you know how to do that. But um, so Mother Earth is nurturing us with food, but Father Sky is nurturing us with another type of energy, which is also very nurturing. And we should maybe have that in mind when it comes to those next months with Ceres and Chiron, Chiron yes. together. I, yeah. I do. I think, you know, if you start noticing brands going missing or if you start finding your food, you can't get it anymore. And they start saying it takes two months to, to and I've already seen that in Spain, you yeah. know, and also shops just click because of the virus and people not being yeah. able to work and all that. I'm seeing shops close down. So that must be happening out in the fields, you know, mm -hmm. and people must, you know, and yes. everything is getting slowed down. So, you know, the whole ability for us to, to shift food around like we used to and move food um and you know it's, it's it's you can see it also at the beginning of the year like which was only two months ago with britain and you know, truckloads of foods not being able to get there or trucks yeah. not being able to get out and so you know you start to see this in the in, and the big argument was over fish remember they couldn't sign the deal for two months because of the fish right so you you these things just don't happen because it's like one split second in the cosmos, right? They're coming in, they're coming in, but it's at a high point at the new moon of Aries, right? They're right directly, which mm. means that the, the big snap of this, this issue is going to happen in this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I right. to say like really try in your meditation, maybe mm -hmm. to nurture yourself with the energy that already surrounds you as well as food. Yes. Yes, yes, very good. All right. Also, we have Mars and North Node in Gemini. Now, Mars is a kind of red planet, so that gives us a clue, right? It's speed, it's fast, it's impulsive, it's driving, it's uh, energy, where we focus, where we go to battles, where we want to like really assert ourselves in some way right so mars is in gemini and gemini is the sign of of the head right it's really about messages information speaking communication interaction logic all of that sort of stuff so here i it's like it's these difficult conversations penetrating conversations uh conversations that could take us to um really confront things or to be in conflict with things, which I always recommend, don't go into conflict about something. You don't want to argue over something, but there's possibility for that, right? People who aren't conscious of the of the astrology will be wanting to argue and debate and be very heated discussions about things. Mm -hmm. The North Node is like where we're heading as a collective, and it's in Gemini, which is meaning that we're rethinking on a number of things. So the, I think in our own lives, in the world, there's going to be a confrontation of things that are very difficult for us to move forward on. Yep, that we're stuck in a black and white pattern of seeing a good and bad, right and wrong, religiosity this way or that way you know we all have it in our own lives but it's got to be this way or that way or i'm stuck in this way and that way we're stuck in our robotic way of thinking about something and and speaking to something we're not open right the gemini opens things to to the whole different billion perspective options right and so here here we're being shifted quickly rapidly into all sorts of new options that if i'm reactive are going to hurt me because it's like this is not how i think this is not how it should be and i'm going to confront on all of those and then also we've got people who are going to like be like give me more ideas give me more ways of looking at things i want to see the whole perspective of something being in the age of aquarius as well it's all about being out of the box or being fixed so this whole way of looking at something or speaking to something or thinking of something, those that are riding on the positive will be purifying themselves. Yes, have opinions. Yes, have views. But I want to grow. I want to hear what other people have to say and to think on this issue. Mm. So it's very big energy around rethinking things. Now, if we look at the chart and the main points we talked about, rethinking love rethinking compassion rethinking um, where i judge rethinking how i look after myself and others sharing yes all on the feminine energies 
all on the feminine energy. Mm. It's all this Venus, Neptune, Asterius, Ceres. It's all on the feminine side. Now that because we're a woman or a man has no no difference. Because women that they are listening, saying thank God, and people listening to me all of a sudden. No, it's not like that. <laughs> These are energies that exist in yeah. all of us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, whether we're men or women doesn't really make a difference because the physical is only one percent. It's the energetic level on the ninety nine percent of what's going on are all feminine, or what we originally called them as right column right column energies let's take the sexuality out of it so no one's confused these are right column energies the softer skills yes the softer nature skills right so this is for me where all the big things how can you show compassion to people you've never shown compassion towards before right how can you show more mercy to all those people now politics doesn't do that right politics makes you go side with these people those people nothing or the other side of politics, side with us and those people nothing, right? It's a split. It's not a unifier, it makes you split. Yes, it makes you choose, right? So here, the, the transcendent mental nature is about, I wanna know how to be that with everybody. Mm -hmm. Above the ideology, above the philosophy of something. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel this North Node in Gemini is opening up a big, big window on a collective level for um, this, uh, this whole Uranus thing, which is going down the whole year, you know, this thinking outside of the box. It's like, it seems to me like there is a recalibration done on a, on a collective mental level. So the, those mental um, boundaries can be broken up. So they're the, the thinking outside the box. It's like it's shifting the way for this new reality coming in. That's how it feels to me. And the Mars and the North Node in Gemini, they're, they're like prepping the collective um, energies in order for Uranus then to come and do his work outside the box thing. That's how it feels to me currently. Yes, it will feel that the people are getting a voice that I don't know why people think government are going to solve their problems. I, I, I can never get my head around that. But they did a, a survey in Spain that's if you had a problem, who solves it for you? 70% say the government. Now, Spain is, is, a, is like it's a reasonable, serious country, mm -hmm. right? With reasonable, serious people. Well, right? that's what you could think. Right. So you, you would expect that whatever that is, is probably the same in most other countries. 70% mm. of people think that somebody else that is going to fix their personal problems. Mm. I, I can, I could, <laughs> I, I still, I'm, <laughs> I'm still in, processing. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm still in the process of divulging that, that you know, and then you look at the reincarnation statistic, which is 75%, the 75% will not do, you know, are, are the mid-range mid people, and it kind of makes sense, right? So medium stream follow, you know, all give their power still to government, right? It still happens. <laughs> With such a sobering <laughs> in my, you know, woo-woo world that most people are actually like that. But well, that's where we're at. So so this for me is is... It, I mean, people naturally moving themselves or naturally moving towards these energies and these vibrations, it's still painful, it's still challenging. But how you get that in that mainstream collective that you bring the love, you bring, you know, that, that, you know, governments are never going to be able to do that for you, is a, is a big conversation. It's still people out there thinking that government solves all of these things that we're talking about for them. The, the power is completely outside of you. They'll change it. Then we get a better world and we keep voting for people until we see it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's kind of this, this year for me is about, and this virus for me is slowly, slowly people are understanding that these, 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 these structures are in some way good, but they're not all these things that you're putting into them to solve. They cannot do that. You know, that's no. not what they're there for. All this kind of like offloading into the school will fix it, the hospital will fix it, the police will fix it, uh, the, 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 the prime minister will fix it. And we keep voting for a different one until we get the one that fixes it properly. You know, all, all that never, And there was never one that fixed it before. Never after 400 years. No, still and how, found can, how, could, how could it be? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's really fascinating. How could it even be that any 
politic or any system could fix the sickness of the system. That's that's what yeah, yeah. me the most. That's it. Like, <laughs> like the system is sick, and you think the system will fix the sickness. This which is kind us. of very that's right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> logically, it doesn't make sense. No, it, and it's not possible. The only the only possibility that we have is evolution. And evolution only happens when we're allowed change within ourselves to happen. And the only consistency in our life is change. I keep on repeating that sentence because I feel it's so important that people really get what I... Yeah, to let that go in. Yeah, it needs to... I would like to hammer, you know, to really hammer it in. Yes. Because... When you think that you will ever have this moment where you're done with your trauma work or done with your karma or you're done with your, your holding your own structure and doing the shit you're supposed to do in order to live a good life, you're just in a, in a very, you're in a wrong game. The game is not working like that. The game of life is like, you are here, you have resonances, you look at them, you feel better, you move on, you have a higher vibration. And it's always, the goal is you're coming in at a certain vibration and you're leaving this planet in a higher vibration. And in order to do that, you need to heal those parts which are shattered apart. You need to heal the karma. You need to heal the ancestral line shit that's coming with it because you chose this body to do that. It's your choice. Up in the ethers on, on moon, they're waiting to incarnate here. There are two lines. There's the line of the people that are showing up on the theater and that are really playing the game. And then there's the line of the people that are coming and watch. And if you're listening to this podcast, you were definitely in the line of the people playing the game on this planet. So do your job and fix your parts which are shattered and which are not feeling good. That's what we all do. Matt and I are doing that all the time. We're, we're constantly working on ourselves because it's resonance. So um, I have... That's right, mate. You know, I've got numerous tools I use on a daily basis to keep my yeah. vibration as high as possible because like, it's the only way I can be above this chaos. And I think it the is. other thing, like there's so many things this virus has brought out, but the, the whole virus has brought out, well, they don't have the answers. And then we get angry about that. But I can't understand why you would be angry at something that doesn't have an answer to a virus. You know what I mean? Like how much, so much power we apportion to these governments and these systems that they think they're gonna fix a virus. I mean, so, and what do we end up doing? We do like, we do the basics, but then we end up looking for things that we think will sustain us against the virus we start eating healthy we start going you know into health we go for a walk we wash our we hands online yoga doing that which i'm <laughs> by the way giving every morning at 6 a.m for your empowering ourselves with the healthy things right which is all that astro virgo karma breaker making yeah. yourself holy again right so then we, we start to remember ah they don't really well they're great at picking up the rubbish and making sure we've got lights at night and making some good laws you know they do some things i'm not saying they're not like an anarchist but to, to disempower yourself to the point where they're going to fix your life i don't see it and i've never seen it you know i've never even seen a politician come to my house and ask me so <laughs> so to even believe it for a second it's gonna happen but uh, they're responsible for some good things right governments but this disempowerment um, and this kind of giving over the power for them to fix everything is kind of absurd. It's it's not dealing with reality very well. So really the planets are pulling us back to how do we nourish ourselves? How do we look after ourselves a little bit more and not disempower ourselves to bigger these bigger structures? It's amazing. I love how the planets are showing us all of that and how it aligns with what I'm experiencing myself, like in the, you know, the past couple of weeks, it was, for me, it was the most interesting to, I love our podcast because I'm, I'm going through my own journey and I'm seeing the journey of my clients. And then whenever we are having our conversations, it's like, oh, that's why. <laughs> that's ah. it. Oh, there, there is the thing coming. Oh, that's why I'm currently <laughs> doing that and that. But like to to be really like, like aligning our physical bodies with the planets and uh, having our internal processes 
like going on with, with what's going on in the in the heavens this is one of the most precious things for me to to do that podcast because I feel it there is so much you know we, we all tend to ask the why question why is it me why do I have to do that again why is it not working why yada 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 uh, it's the planets, friends. It's the planets, and it's it's supposed to be like that. And you have to move your ass. That's what that's what the game is about. Yes, because the, the planets are there to support, not rule. So yeah. you know, so they're they're urging you or, or persuading you or guiding you to to get out of some comfort zone and move a bit. Yes, yes? that's all. It's beautiful. <laughs> I have. I there have will be this... tears about it, but you know, really. <laughs> yeah, and why not? Sometimes the emotional bodies are really over. If you're if you're very emotional in the past couple of weeks, why don't you just stop watching TV for two or three weeks, and just. And take some actions on the things yeah, that you're stop reading stop reading yeah. the love novels and stop watching the tv series and gave your emotional body a no no meat for a certain time and you will be very quiet yes. it's like fascinating when you're when you're not feeding up that that emotional destructive behavior so you your whole body can relax on that I have um, bought a very beautiful opal from Mexico, a, a water opal. And the water opal is like annoying me since like 25 minutes in order for giving to give you guys a transmission. Oh, I love and this bit. Yes, it's... I'm going to put my uh, hoodie will, on. We, we will have... <laughs> we will have <laughs> I feel um, like I'm cocooning into my hoodie when you do this. up on our Instagram so you can see the opal because it's a stunning piece. Like it's amazing and uh, it has all rainbow colors within and um this energy that the frequency that wants to come through is a frequency of um unity it's like it's 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 holding a, a kind of a liquid energy mm -hmm. um to what for everybody that wants to and that feels to receive um a, a healing of those shattered parts which are you know the fractured pieces back together and um if you're feeling doing that then uh, we will have this transmission from this beautiful water opal right now so please take a deep inhale and exhale inhale again come to your heart with all your awareness and exhale. And we're connecting all our hearts together. So our heartbeats are beating as one. And we're opening a Merkaba of light, which is held by Mother Earth and the cosmos and gives us the necessary protection. And I would like to offer this opal's energy to you. And if you feel aligned with this energy of that beautiful rainbow water opal from Mexico, which is healing the fractured parts in the spiritual body, in the mental body, as well as in the emotional body, you may give your internal okay for that.
and hold the breath. Stretch every muscle of your body. Feel how the energy is setting in all the external bodies. And exhale. Inhale again. Press your sexual organs, your rectum, and feel the energy scrolling up your spine towards your crown chakra. And exhale. That was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> we have that to, was lovely. And we have to close oh. the room. So take a deep inhale. We're closing the Markaba. Thank you very much for holding yes. space, everyone. And come back to your heart, into your body. Yeah, that was nice. Yes, I'm coming out of my hoodie now. <laughs> That's cute. That was a beautiful session. Thank you very much, Matt, for all yes, the and for you. that you're sharing. And Thank if you. you guys at home in the United States or the UK or Australia or Switzerland or anywhere else, if you like our podcast, you're very welcome to have um, another listen bit next week and for this week thank you very much for listening um if you want to know more about us or what we offer uh, there is um some information for both of us on li.vision and if not we're on instagram it's the matt um, taylor experience or nikolayana healing so have a great day and enjoy your week bye bye lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.